Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome back to Deeper with the Dolan Twins. We are your hosts, the Dolan Twins, and we also have our friend Ryan here, hey. who's a co-host. And people, dude, people love Ryan, and I love that people love Ryan because guess what? I love Ryan. Thank you. Well, I've been Ryan seeing a lot more. of positive comments about this this podcast, and we're just starting up. Honestly, guys, we've been a little bit nervous about starting video and, and recording weekly, but we... We really appreciate your feedback and the support that we've been getting on this podcast. We're off to a way better start than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. Like, this is insane to me. It is. You guys put a big smile on my face, so thank you. Yes. Yeah, this whole week we've been pretty, we've been pretty pumped. Yeah. You know? I, I, I did see something, and I, I kind of laughed about it with Mondo this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there was some, someone was like, uh, th- there was like a few constructive criticism comments on the last podcast, which I appreciate. Always good. You know, we, we literally read the comments and we take those things into account. I didn't read them, so can you, con- can you construct so, yes, criticize me? Someone said, like, hey, guys, just, just a quick tip. When you're interviewing someone, um, you know, let, let them t- talk and speak their mind a little bit more. And I agree that's something we have to work on. Ethan and I are just – we're twins, so we, like, whenever someone's, like we, – we're always jumping on each other because we're fighting to talk because, like, if, if we're telling someone a story, it's a story that more – most of the times we both experience, right. we, we want to say the punch of the joke, you know, and feel that good feeling telling the story. But then I also saw someone saying, hey, you guys, you guys suck at, at hosting because you don't let the interviewee talk. But also, the funniest part is, it's not a fucking interview. No. It's a conversation. Yeah. So that's what this podcast is. It's literally just conversations that we have with each other and that we want to share with you guys. Conversations with the viewers of the podcast and the listeners, um, dude, I just tried. It was, it was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a support. Had to happen. It was, like it, a, it was like a random hater with like a, with like a, like a. I think it was like a rubber duck. As no, like it's a, it ha- it's it okay like, though. Sorry, yeah. I tried to cut you. I tried not to cut you off so hard. <laughs> I could see it. I was boiling. I was boiling. That is a really interesting thing because twins. I guess we're always fighting for everything. Like yeah. I was eating. Oh my god! I was eating popcorn one time, and a piece of popcorn fell on the floor mm-hmm. out of the bag because I, I missed it with my my finger. Yeah, and. Grayson just picked it up off the floor and ate it. And it was like, it was a reaction type thing. And I was like, did you, what, why did you just do that? He goes, I have no fucking idea. We fight for food very often. I think it's because the womb, bro. We're like, there's, there's some like trauma, I think, that goes on in there. No, I think that so. you just never forget. I think Ethan, yeah, I think I, I came out a pound and a half heavier than Ethan. So we know who won the womb fight. But right. here's the thing. Like before, you know, you're accustomed to social norms, which are like, you know, not killing each other and stuff. Like, do you think you battle it out in the womb? Because you think that like you're, you're both not going to survive. Like you have to fight for survival. 
I don't think I don't so. Know, but dude, but that, dude, that's when you're a clean slate and you know nothing about the world. That's true. What right. do you do in that womb? Instincts, maybe? I'm exactly. wondering, okay. what are the instincts? Here's a, here's a serious question that just entered my mind mm. that I have for both of you guys. Did I come out heavier because I fought Ethan for the food? Or did I come out heavier because I had a wider belly button? Because you eat through your belly button, don't you? Yeah, you do. But I think maybe you just might have had a little bit more on you, you know, in general. I think you just have that... A bigger body. I'm, yeah. I'm really tripping. I might right have made a womb shank and held held him held him up for the you're, food. You're my best friend, and I would take a bullet for you, obviously. Yeah. But do you think there was a point in the womb where we were trying to eliminate each other? Because if you think about this, like if food comes down, okay? Yeah. My mom eats some food, and it gets distributed to both of us. But like, it's an innate thing to want to eat all the food because that's like a survival tactic, I think. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that I was like, well, if he was gone, I would just get more food and I wouldn't have to fight for it every time my mom ate. You know, that would save me a lot of time and energy and put a lot more food in my belly if he wasn't here. And do you think maybe we both thought that and then we try to eliminate each other? Well, I think I won. And that's so kind of what matters to me the most. You won and you got bigger, basically. Yeah. Like you, do, yeah. you think, do you think that we tried to vote the other one out? I would think so. Yeah, that's a conversation that we had yesterday. Well, I said that weird. <laughs> Dude, what you, that was like a ventriloquist saying that. <laughs> oh God. That's a conversation we had with our twin friends, the Merrill twins, yesterday. And I was like, which one of you is the imposter? Yeah. You oh, that's I mean? a good question. Because we were playing Among Us with them. Yeah. And which all I'm undefeated at Among Us. Every time I'm the imposter, I win. Oh, you don't want to see me. Why? You're bad or good? I'm a good imposter. All right, we need oh, to play shit. together. Yeah. Yo, Ryan would be a good imposter. Oh, we need to play. Yeah, pretty decent. All right, it's going down. It's going down. <laughs> we'll we've been, we've been doing it. We do it with Larry. Yeah. Larry and, and his boyfriend, Brady. Brady, he won like every time too. Because mm. um, he's just so nice. And when he kills you, you're like, he could never. Yeah, he wouldn't do that. that yeah. Uh, but yeah, I will say that I'm a great imposter. Hell yeah. But which one of us in real life is the real life imposter? I, I said it was Ethan. Mm-hmm. One of us is the OG sperm cell. Only one of us lived in our dad's ball sack. Right. Yeah. And Only you split, one. You split off. And the main thing is that one of us is an accident. That's yeah. I guess that's true. Think about it. You're I a mean, crewmate. When my <laughs> when when my when my parents conceived us, they probably only meant to have one individual. Right. But then we we literally split into two. It wasn't even that my mom dropped two eggs. It was that there was a mutation, and we went. And came became two beings, two embryos. Yeah. So they're like, "What the what the fuck? We didn't mean to have that that one, but who was that one?" Oh man, if I had a guess, I would say Ethan. <laughs> I'm I, wait, I'm the imposter. Yeah. Grayson's the OG crewmate. In my only because of the heavier thing, it makes sense to me. Like if Grayson was just a little bigger in the yeah. womb, to me, that makes also, sense. Also, also, listen to this. Oh. Ethan came out real fucking smooth, okay? Good then for I you. then I got stuck, and you know why? It's because he fucking vented. Oh, you vented out, bro. That's how you got you got out. You you got out fast. Yeah, you man, you I jump through a vent. Yep. Someone saw you on cams, possibly doing that too. So yeah, I had to complete my task, and then I got stuck. Yeah. What task were you doing in the womb? Card swipe. In the womb. <laughs> Wow. All right, we got to stop with the Among Us analogies. <laughs> Everyone knows an Among Us, they so know. I'm sure you're able to follow along. But it's got to take it over life. It it's, just, it's, just, it's just a crazy concept to think that like our parents meant to have one kid and two came out. Have you ever talked to them about that, by the way? Like, hey, what was your plan when you, like, oh, we have twins. Like, I know that's... that my dad was ecstatic. He was so pumped when he found out we were twins. And then he found out our gender, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to keep it a secret from my mom. 
and he got up to the last. No, 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 no. Mom was supposed to keep it a secret from him. Oh, that was it. That was it. That was it. My bad. It's switching my mind. Yeah, it's some imposter type shit right there. Oh, whatever. Uh, but my, so my mom, my dad found out we were twins, and he was so pumped. And then my mom knew the gender. Yeah. But he was like, "Keep it a secret from me. I want it to be a surprise gender reveal." And then my mom, like a month, like she was like eight months pregnant, and so it's like literally a month before we popped out. She was like, uh, she, she, "Like we were, they were carrying stuff up to our room, setting it up." Yeah. And. Uh, and my mom was like, because uh, she needed help carrying. She's like, Sean, can you carry this up to the boys' room? And he was like, oh, no. That's how he found and out. That's how he found out. It's so anticlimactic. Wow. Yo, think about this, though. None of us have had kids yet. That's going to be so exciting. Yeah. That's going to be so fucking fun. Bro, I think about it. I know. You definitely think about it. Bro, I, I don't know why. I just, I love kids, dude. Mm. They're the cutest. They are. The babies. I always was like, oh, I want a, I want a son. I'm a father. I want a son. And then I realized that, dude, a little baby girl is the cutest thing ever. Literally. I love it. And, to, and like, I'm going to give my daughter a nickname that's really cute, too. Okay. I just don't know how, like, I, I would stop, like, kissing my kid on the cheek, you know? When what, it's, like, a little chubby baby. Dude, a little. Like, little, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how. A little baby <laughs> belly. So good, yeah. Oh, I would gosh. just be kissing it, it's like, 24-7. Like, it's just like, they pop out, you know what I mean? They're like little balloons. Yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, gosh. I could so see cool. you, like, dressing your kid up a lot, too, with, like, really nice, like, outfits. style outfits like and some, things. Some yeah. crop, some I didn't even pants. think of that, but that just made me Like, so the Beckhams happy. did with their sons. Um, back in the day, I remember they just had, like, the nicest clothes. It looked so nice. It was so cool. Man. My kid's going to wear a suit every day. <laughs> oh, and also... <laughs> every day. Holidays as a parent. Yeah. Oh. Makes it exciting again. I'm going all out. I'm, like, for, for Halloween, I'm going... All out on my house, decorating it. Me and my mom, my mom's like really artistic, loves decorations and stuff, interior design. She's like the same as me. She has that artistic bug. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we both love decorating. I think I got it from her. And we would start decorating for Halloween literally in like like mid-September. I was like, mom, please, mom, please, mom. She's like, fine. We put this big spider web up. It wasn't even October yet. And we would go all out. Like I was like, mom, I, we need to have the best house on the block. Because mm -hmm. the town we grew up in until we were eight, was like all the houses were pretty close to each other, so Halloween was like huge there. Yeah, um, like literally the streets were just like packed with kids. Kids from other towns came in because we had this area called the Village, and all the houses were so close. It was like the best candy grab. Oh, such good times! But I can't wait to do that with my kids, like making them like custom Halloween outfits and stuff like that. Because my mom, like, we made all homemade outfits. We had a rule that we weren't able to buy them. Oh, really? Just to make it more fun. What were some of the outfits you guys had? Oh, werewolf. I matched my dad one year. Uh, we were both werewolves, and and I was just like, did you guys had, like, dress the same? We I glued face hair on. Oh, wow, have we ever dressed the same on the, Halloween? No, the only only last Halloween. Superheroes. We both were Fantastic Four. I was the I was the thing, and Ethan was uh, Mr. Flame. What's he, his no, name? I was the thing. You were Mr. Flame. Dude, this is your impossible. That's bullshit. Nope, this is not Oh, it is. Oh, uh, oh, I just remembered. You might want to take. You might want to take back that I imposter. Might, I might take it back. That, that's, yeah. the, that's the brand of an imposter. Right no, there. but that's the weirdest thing because I saw Ethan. And then in my mind, it's like we looked the same when we were young. Yeah. So I start to think it's me. Sometimes when I recall a memory from when we were younger and it's Ethan, like I'll, I'll see it as me because we looked the same. We were there doing the same thing. That's some imposter shit. That's, That's something an imposter would say. It's twin shit. It happens to you too. He's, you seeing, know he's seeing it in third person. He's insecurity. He's watching over. I, I do. The, the twin stuff like that, like I talked about this with the Merrills as well. Mm. And um, Vanessa and Veronica, like they, they kind of brought this up to us. Where they're like, do you guys ever have a memory where you think it was you because you you saw your twin doing it and you just like looked at them from a bird's eye view and almost thought it was yourself? Yeah. And like when it's so far away, you can't really recall which one did it. 
and then you kind of you both argue about it. It's just something that like you can't relate to unless you're a twin, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't remember anything with my brother um, back in the day, but I remember I was scream for f- for five years in a row. <laughs> you were you were that f- kid five years in a row. Yeah, my poor mom probably hated it because I liked the movie, and I every year I was just like, I'd be scream again. She'd be like, okay, <laughs> like. For five years, I was Scream. And then she made me a race car costume that I wanted where that was a road and I put cars on my body because I thought it was cool. And then when people were like, what are you? I was like, I'm a road. (laughs) That's the most Ryan shit of all time. No one really cared, but I was like, but I'm a road, you know? What are you going to be following this year? I don't know. I I have no idea. So if you guys have any thoughts, I would like to listen to those thoughts because I don't know. Because you guys with the Mike Wazowski stuff and the Sully and all that stuff, like, that's funny. Ooh, you should be like, an, why don't you be Fred? I could be Fred easily. Like the, the OG YouTuber Fred? The OG YouTuber Fred. Can, can I, my hair is, like, long enough in the front to do that comb over. Oh, my gosh. Who's your so funny. Who was your first ever YouTuber that you watched? Smosh. Mine was, mine was Fred. It was Fred? Mine was definitely Fred. Ours was not different. Yeah, it was. I, dude, I was obsessed with Fred back in the day, not going to lie. Oh, maybe... I just remember I was sitting in third grade, mm. and it was like the end of the year because it was getting warm. And um, my friend Ian in my class was like, yo, have, have you seen Food Battle? And I was like, mm-hmm. no, what's that? He's like, it's on YouTube. This is nostalgia. And I was like, what's, what's YouTube? And he was like, it's that thing. I was like, oh, I think I might have like bet on YouTube before, but like, I, I never like, I wasn't one that like watched it. Like yeah. he kind of introduced it to me and he was like, yeah, you got to search Smosh on YouTube. And uh, he, he was pumped because it was Ian and Anthony from Smosh. Yeah, and his yeah. name was Ian. So he was like, yeah, it's Ian and Anthony. So I went home and I watched Food Battles. And then I don't think I missed a Smosh video for like four, five years straight. Discovering YouTube was weird. Because I remember, I don't know if you went, like when you discovered it too, it was like when I learned there was just a lot of stuff that I haven't watched yet. I just, all I wanted to do was watch everything. Like I felt like, like you said, every Smosh video, I was like learning. Like trying, because I remember being obsessed. Like how did they do this? I remember we were watching a Smosh video mm. and I was showing my mom. I'm like, I love these guys. And then um, they made a joke at one point in the video and they said the word boner. Oh. And my mom was like, up oh, the. And I, I knew what a boner was, but I didn't want my mom to think that I knew what a boner was yet. Yeah. Because I was only in third grade. And I was like, <laughs> 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 oh, dude, I, oh, God, I shit myself. And then uh, that's so funny. And my mom was like, I don't know if you, you should watch that stuff anymore. I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. They say certain things. They say, like, you know, things that you, you shouldn't hear yet. And I'm yeah. like, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's always like. That was one of the most embarrassing things of all time. When someone, when, when Smosh said boner <laughs> Smosh. and my mom heard. Gosh, that was so fucking The worst is when you watch the show with your parents and there was a sexual commercial on for like condoms or anything. And I remember like <laughs> my dad, we would stay up and we would, he would let me ro- uh, watch wrestling when I was younger. And then the Girls Gone Wild commercials would come on and I would just sit there like this, just staring at the ground like trying not to look and my dad would be looking away. It was like, that's such an oh, awkward yeah. thing, dude. That's I, something that is kind of of the past. I think so. Like yeah. those awkward commercials. Cause I mean, how, I don't know. Do, do families watch TV together anymore? I don't think so. I, I hope maybe I don't know a little that watches same. TV. The I new age, um, Condom commercials or like sec- movie sex scene is probably like not clearing your search history when you're a little kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right with that. Yeah. But I got that. I did that too. Yeah. Grace, like, Grace. I, I didn't clear my search history once too. And I got so f- Oh, God, it was the most awkward thing of all time. How old were we? Fifth grade? Fifth. I need to hear this story. Going into sixth, maybe I was like nine years old. Dude. I had the worst. It was so bad. Here's here's another thing I want to say about twins. Here's another thing I want to say about twins. Yeah. 
this sucked for Grayson, but then he put me in the most <laughs> awkward position of all time because I was his twin. Yeah. So I had to also have the conversation with my mom well, about this. Let, let when me I didn't even do let it. Let me tell the story because I, I, I would always clear my history. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right, so, yeah, my, my, oh, God. So my mom worked in the summer because mm. she owned the salon and it was an all-year-round thing. Um, so... <laughs> oh, this is going to be at, a doozy. She's at work. Her laptop's like chilling. It's there to use. Yeah. And so, like, I remember, like, I was just, dude, I, I wasn't, I didn't even hit puberty yet, but I was like, at least, like, I started to have interests. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I would take a computer and I, I searched obviously inappropriate things, and then I would always clear the search history. Yeah. And like I was, I remember just being so like scared after I did it. Like I was like, did I did I clear? The I history? remember going on YouTube and like researching how to like fully clear your history. You have to like, yeah, clear, I was like, how to clear cash, how to clear cookies, yeah, cash and cookies. So you guys are smart, at least though. I would clear me. search history, then I would clear cash and cookies, and I was so paranoid that like, oh, what if there was a pop up? What if what if what if my mom finds out? And then like after a month of doing it, literally. Like a like a month straight, it was so bad. Damn, dude. and it's good that I got called because I stopped, and it was just bad. But I don't, something made me do it. Um, I think it's two things in the lower part of me. Yeah, but I, I didn't I didn't clear the history, mm-hmm. and I was outside with Ethan. And we were shooting bat hoops in my uh, in my driveway. And All I was trying to do was shoot some fucking hoops. I didn't ask for any of this. Putting up some shots. Yeah, and so I hear uh, boys, and just by the tone of my mom's voice, I. Fucking knew what happened. Oh no! I got cocky and I didn't clear the search history, and I was like, "Oh no, it, it's happening!" I got fucking caught. Like I just knew that's what she was gonna talk about. And I walk in the kitchen. Oh! And she has the. First of all, she starts. She starts accusing me of this. No, she first. goes. She goes. She goes. Now, which one of it was you? And we're like, but looking at me the whole time. I remember she was staring at me the whole time, and I'm like. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't fucking do this. And this is before she even told us what what she found. She she had her laptop and it was closed. And uh, and I was like, which, which one of it was mom? And uh, Ethan was like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And and she goes, you sure? And yeah, she's accusing Ethan because I, I guess I was like, or Ethan, you're just playing some basketball. Yeah, you know? I was trying to shoot some just fucking being a kid, there. you know. Yeah. So um. And I was a sweet boy, so I guess my mom didn't didn't expect me to do it. Ethan was like the evil twin when we were growing up, so she probably expected him to be doing this. And she opened up the laptop, and dude, I didn't even X out. Oh, you got real cocky. That's how cocky I got. And you want to know what the search was? Bro, this is... Uh, it's it's almost adorable. Is it big boob? No. Okay. <laughs> like not even one S. Dude, I think this like, is even better. I think this is even better. It was just boobies. 
That's okay. That's what I was thinking. Boobies. <laughs> Boobies is a harmless word. Boobies, bro. And, Boobies. And I see, and, and, and like the first time you search boobies, it like it like search blockers. Yeah. So then I put boobies like space, and then it was like you, you see the real boobies, and she opened it, and dude, it wasn't. It was literally the last thing I looked at was on the computer, and my mom was asking me about it. Oh. And 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 then she, she closed it. She was like, "Sir, I found boobies," and I was like, "Oh." Dude, but just now, like thinking about like, thinking back in retrospect, my mom was probably laughing her oh, ass. Oh, one hundred percent. Boobies no, is the funniest word. No, my mom was disappointed. My mom was disappointed because she it was made, like, "Bro, but boobies." It's funny on. to anyone. That has to be funny to anybody. Yeah, like, guys, I'm gonna say that right now. Boobies is top five words of all time. What's a funnier word than boobies that we can think of? Because uh, there's not many. I got, I got a, I got a follow up story to this. That yeah. there's an even funnier word. Okay, good. Let's hear it. Um, but. Yeah, so it was boobies, and then I came clean. I was like, Ma, it was me. I'm so sorry. I won't do it again. And then I didn't do it again. Good. Until I got my own laptop six months later. Okay. And then, so, no, I didn't get my own laptop. I think I had an iPod, and I... He's on the iPod Touch searching boob and yeah. <laughs> in, his, in his music history. <laughs> trying um, to it. Oh, gosh. Dude. Oh, what's this about? It gets worse? No, no, no. No, no. Uh, that was that. And that was... That was like... That, that was, at the time, like, I... Bro, the most humiliating thing that's ever happened to me. I thought about that shit for, like... A year, um, but this is this is funny. This is more innocent. We did there was there was no catching in this situation. Okay, okay. But so it was actually thinking back. It was YouTube, but I didn't know it was YouTube at the time because I was seven. Yeah, and so I had this friend who was also seven, but he had an older brother who was like twelve or maybe even fifteen. He was like an old, old older brother. Yeah, and so I'm at his house. He's like, "Yo, you know what YouTube is?" And I was like, "Uh, no." And he. So this is when I first got introduced to YouTube, and he showed me the, these like claymations, like Clay World. Oh yeah, remember, meow, 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 meow. remember Super Mario Logan? Did you ever watch him when you were younger? No. He did claymation and uh, stuff with uh, Super Nintendo characters, uh, and that was no. one of my first ones I, I watched. Didn't, but I watched Clay World, and he showed me this Clay World. So yeah. we watched like an hour and a half worth of Clay World videos, and then we're like, we're you know we're moving on to the next. We're getting bored, and he's like, "Yo, uh, dude, I literally remember like exactly where I was sitting when he asked me this." He's like, "Dude." Should I close my eyes and search something and then we have to watch the video? <laughs> Seven years old. And I was like, yeah. And then he goes like this, dude. <laughs> he's got his eye open like this. And he's, he goes like this, dude. B. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, B. S. Search. Oh, no way. Dude, I accidentally searched boobs. And you were like, oh. Uh. And I was like, oh. Uh. And he's like, well, I guess we have to watch the video then. Oh, no. And it was like, it was like this video of this, this woman with like large breast implants. And she was like, the blue footed booby bird. She, it wasn't naked or anything. Yeah. It was on YouTube. But like, I just remember it was like, it was like some sort of joke video. But like, it was what came up when you searched boobs at the time. Bro. And then, and then he was like, should I do it again? And bro, he, like, like it, I didn't know this shit because I didn't have an older brother. Yeah. But he, dude, he closes his eyes, and I've heard the word before. And neither of us knew how to spell it, obviously. But bro, he went like this, and he goes, "F." Uh, he's and he's acting, he's acting like he doesn't know where he's going on the on the keyboard. He goes, "F." Uh, uh, A C H I N A, Fachina. <laughs> Good old for China. And I think some video just about regular China came up, dude. 
like a China sports team or something oh, like that. God. For China. He probably was like, he was like, wait, what, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't what I've heard. And he was like, yeah, we won't even watch that video. And then we just went and played video games. Oh, gosh. See, those are stories that I remember I, uh, we had a computer tech lab and this, this kid, Mike, was in my uh, grade and we had our own login. One day, Mike goes, hey, could I log into your login for the computer? And I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah, what's wrong? He's, I can't get into mine. So I said, okay, cool. I let him log in. And then a couple of days later, I get a call from the, to the principal's office, which I never really got in trouble. And the guy goes, uh, Mr. Keegan, he's like, what's up with the, all this, uh, graphic stuff on your, that we've seen on your three year account. And I was like, just the way you acted right now, I would have shit my pants. I, I was, was genuinely, I was like, I don't, and I was playing balloons, the oh, game. My heart is almost stopping right now. Yo, my mouth would be so dry and I'd be like, and mind you, I'm like, I'm like four foot tall to talk. I'm like a little kid. So I was like, I, and he said, I don't know how to say this, but it's, it was very bad graphic images. And I was like, so my mind went to like bad, like fighting and stuff. Mm. So I, and then so you were, yeah, my, he, so then Mike comes in minute later. And I was like, I could see the betrayal. I was like, no. And he was like, it was me. And I was like, what was you? And he's like, the porn. And I was like, what? And he had went on my login to stay after school to watch porn. And I got the blame for it. And it was the most awkward moment that I've ever had to go through. And it was the worst, oh. the way you look at like a 50 year old dude and then these kids. And I'm like, I, I didn't know. And he didn't believe me. And eventually I didn't get in trouble and, and he didn't either somehow. But I, that feeling of like, oh, dude, I, I was like, if I have to tell my mom this, what do I say? Like I was playing a balloon game on mine, just like popping balloons with a monkey. And then this dude's watching oh. porn. And oh, it, was, yeah. oh, it was awful, bro. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you didn't get in trouble. Yes. You didn't deserve it. Yes. Wait, how old did you say you were? I was probably like 11. Oh. Like, he was young, like 12. Like yeah, is young it, is it too much to talk about first porn stories? or? What do you mean? I mean, I don't think so. No, it's funny. Dude, we... I, I, I remember a, a childhood friend of mine growing up showed me uh, my first ever pornographic film not mine i was like wow um, yeah i hadn't made one yet um oh, oh i haven't and, oh god uh he showed me a pornographic film and dude i was probably what fifth grade i'm gonna say it right now i did not know what a f-a-c-g if you didn't know what i didn't, I didn't know what f-a-c-h-i-n-a good was. okay i didn't fine. know what it i didn't know what it was right i was like i have this down there yeah i don't know what they would have right i had zero clue hmm. and he was trying to tell me that like one of them goes in the other one. And I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? They got like another belly button or something. Right. Bro, I was so confused. Um, but yeah. Also, when I was growing up, some kid at the beach, um, Jersey Shore. Dude, kids at the Jersey Shore age fast. Bro, mm-hmm. kids at the Jersey Shore have no chill, bro. No. You're right. No, literally, so- literally, like they go through like the frat bro phase when they're 11. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like, it's fucked. They're intense. Yeah. I remember walking around and, like, just just hearing and seeing the most fucked shit, and it was just like... It's but that's a Jersey Shore yeah, That's a Jersey Shore mm-hmm. So That's how it I, is. What do you expect? So right. there was one of those lifeguard boats. Yeah. And um, like they, they leave it upside down on the beach during the day, and it was like kind of like off to the side by the dune. Yeah. So I was over there hanging out with my older friend who was like a, a, a fisherman or whatever at the beach, and he would just always be there fishing. And 
uh, I would like talk to him and stuff. And then he, his name was John, and I was in second grade. He must have been in like seventh, okay, or fi- maybe f- yeah, probably seventh. And um, he he was with a bunch of his friends one time. Mm. So I guess he was like, because he he was my friend, but he like tried to act like cooler when he was with his older friends. So he like decided to like fuck with me and yeah. Grayson. And uh, he was like, "Hey guys, do you know how babies are made?" And I was like, <laughs> "Well, like." The mom and dad just get together, and then they have to be married. And then once they're married, they have to like wish really hard. And then if they wish hard enough, then they can have a kid. Right. That that was my thing because my my aunt Angel would always say, "Oh, you gotta wish real hard, and then you have a kid." And so anyway, that's that because I remember my 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 aunt and my uncle got married, and I was like, "When do they have kids?" She goes, "Oh, whenever they decide to wish real hard." So <laughs> she's not wrong in a sense. Yeah. Um, she has a Jersey City accent. So this kid John was like, "So how do you think kids are made?" I told my, you know, I think. You wish really hard, and he started laughing his ass off. And I was like, "What? what, what? Yeah, like what's I looked at Grayson. That? Grayson was like, what, "What are they laughing at?" Um, and then he goes, "No, like the the guy will have to take his peepee and put it somewhere." I think he he said peepee because he, he knew I was. He, was, he was trying yeah. to be. Yeah. He was trying to be. Uh, well, I didn't know what else it was called either. Yeah, I mean, yeah. peepee's right. Like, if he, he said penis, yeah, he'd be like, what the heck no is idea. that thing? Right. Yeah. So I was like, um, it, it does. It has to go somewhere. And he goes, "Yeah, where do you think it has to go?" And I'm like, "Home." Um, I don't know. Just um, I was like thinking like it, like on top of like inanimate <laughs> objects or like <laughs> you got to put it on the toilet. Bowl. Right? You just yeah. Like, let I it was sit. like, dude, I was literally like, does it go on like a table or right. a desk, like, tucked in? And and he's like, that's okay. He's like, no. Well, here it, it, it's like a girl is involved. Like the pee pee goes somewhere on a girl. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, or he goes in, and I was like, how is that possible? Um. I was like, what could it possibly fit inside? Like, how is this? Right. And like, mind you, I was like in second grade. So I was like, oh, it could probably, it could probably fit in a belly button. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Could have, could, could have at the time. So I was like, okay, yeah. Um, I think it goes in her belly button. And bro, um, these seventh graders started laughing their asses off at me. I mean, that's a funny answer though. Yo. Yeah. And, and now like when I found out like what it was years later, I was like that, that's why they laughed at me when I said belly button. So, um, yeah, I thought a vagina was a belly button. Yeah. But Hey, it's not, it's not a bad guess. If you think about it, it's still a, yeah, it's, it's not. Hole. Yeah. Because you know what I thought? <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, but I was like it's, the umbilical it's cord. It's not a, a hole. An then it's a dick. Oh, uh, okay. That made, that changes the whole, the whole thing. <laughs> Oh gosh. gosh, dude! Here's another story. This is a this is a little more cuter. Um, my mom said that I like when I was two years old, I was sitting on the edge of my bed. I just got out of the shower, and she 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 was dressing Ethan, mm. and I was just sitting there, just looking looking down, and uh, she was like, "What are you like? What what are you looking at?" Mm. And you know, how, like Dunkin' Donuts has like the Munchkins. Yeah. Like they're like the donut holes. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah, so like little round balls. What the? Fuck? My mom was like, "What what are you looking at?" And I was like, "These Munchkins." I call my balls munchkins. <laughs> it's not a t- it's not a bad comparison, you know. That's Dude, that's funny as shit. Munchkins. Dude, like, yeah, it's not yeah, a bad comparison. It's really not to this day. It's not like my whole. Right. Oh, sorry, uh, I don't mean to be fucking. Get one. Yeah, yeah I never one saying. munchkin. But yeah. that's the funny thing about having kids, bro. They just say f- hilarious shit. Yeah, like how can you not laugh at that all day? At that my, point, my oh. favorite type of people are accidentally funny people, and You're all right. kids are accidentally funny. And they're honest. They're so yeah. honest too, which is great. Like I'm gonna ones. try to keep my kids as honest as possible for as long as I can. Yeah, I, I think, think I'm a, a pretty honest person. Mm. Like gets you in trouble a lot of times. Yeah, but my my theory is that nothing nothing wrong can cover. Sorry, that 
Fuck, I just reason say this. My theory is that nothing wrong yeah. can ever come from the truth. Right. So like, yes, people can be upset from the truth and you could you could lose something from the truth, but it won't ever be wrong. Right. Like, because it happened and because it like was meant to be, because everything happens for a reason, nothing wrong will ever come from the truth being told. Yeah. Right? I think yeah. I just think that progression does not occur unless the truth is told first yeah. yeah because you know if you keep telling lies and stuff you you're just stuck you know what i mean you're yeah. just stuck trying to come up with a story you know trying to narrate something a way that it can't possibly ever be because the story began somewhere else right yeah so i think yeah in order to progress you have to start with the truth and a big part of that is telling the truth to yourself i remember a really long time ago let's take for example 2016 we were, you know, making YouTube videos every Tuesday and I was like, for a really long time, when Grace and I had like monetization off in the beginning of YouTube and it wasn't a business and people weren't trying to give us brand deals and we weren't in LA yet, right. we were just like, okay, this is so fun. I could do this forever. Yeah. I'm like building a community. I'm connecting with these people and it feels amazing. I'm making friends, right. you know, and like they're there for me and they're, they're, they appreciate what I do. You know what I mean? They think I'm funny. I, I, I love when people laugh at me. Yeah. So I was just, th those were my main focuses. I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to like, you know, I was doing it for my soul. And um, it got to a point, you know, after I moved to LA, after people started telling me what brand deals were, after we started making monetization, monetization, like I, you know, like any business person does, you adjust and you do whatever's going to make you the most money because... Mm -hmm. You know, that's like another dopamine release, making money. So you have to choose whether like someone laughing at you or you making more money is more important to you. Right. Yeah. And so, like when you're living in LA, making more money, you kind of don't have an option. You need to. Especially yeah. when you're young. Yeah. And, and and when people are like starting to tell you like, oh, you, you've branded it. You, you've marketed really well. You're, you've created such a good brand. But all, all the time I was just like, this is just me. Yeah, you didn't what even know what a brand about? was yeah. at that time. Right. So I remember there was a time in like 2016 and like it just, the thought came across my mind while I was driving. Mm. I just got my permit. I think I was driving around with my, my, my dad in the passenger seat or wherever we were talking about it. We are talking about YouTube. And I was like, I don't, like we were, we were about to film a video when I got back home. And I remember just like procrastinating more and more before we filmed at, at, at certain times. I remember like as soon as I turned the camera on, I had a good time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cause nothing could take away from that time. Like it helped me escape reality. Yeah. But just it became harder and harder to get myself to do it because what I was doing, well, I had like a, a you know, like it would be, I'd have a lot more freedom when I wasn't thinking about money. And then as I started to think about money, there was like a checklist involved. And yeah. although it was fun to execute, it wasn't fun to really plan. Right. So I was like always trying to procrastinate. And, you know, a thought came across my mind while I was driving. I'm like, why am I, why have I been procrastinating? Do I not like what I do anymore? And then for like another year to year and a half, I kept lying to myself yeah. and saying, you know, I do like what I do. I do like what I do. I do like what I do. You know, not, ex not, not expecting myself to grow up and, you know, have different interests and, and get bored of certain things that I've just been like, right. you know, I was like, I was like running myself dry of like, you know, the, the, the personal aspect of like creating and stuff. So I was just like, no, nah, I like what I do. Yeah. I, I do. I love what I do. I have a dream job. Like my mom always told me growing up, you know, you'll never work a day in your life if you if you love your job. And I'm like, I love my job. I love my job. And it got to a point. And then I remember, like, I was so terrified of telling myself, you know what, you you, you need to admit to yourself that you don't like your job anymore. Yeah. You know, you have to you have to rework it to make to make yourself like it again. And I was so afraid. Yeah. Um. And then the the day that I I said I was like, you know what, I don't like what I do. Now that sounds so negative. Yeah. That's a complete negative statement. But it's the truth. 
And I remember as soon as I said that, it was like a huge weight off my shoulders because then it was like, okay, I just told myself the truth and now, and now I'm going to fix my situation. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can work on it. And I, and then that's when we began like a new era, a new filming process. We got a filmer. Mm. I think a lot of the reason that we, that we like would procrastinate and stuff like that back in the day. And dude, I, I honestly can't relate to you because I, I, I like vividly remember like going to film two videos or three videos that we did in 2016. Like, like remembering pre-filming them, yeah. Like how much I was like eager to like sit down and film them, yeah. And that I thought about it all day, all week. I wanted to do. Maybe it, it was a little later than 2016, but I just remember that that was like a, the first a time that first time that we ever like decided to re rebrand. Or yeah, like, you know, this is this is why reinventing is so important. Yeah, like switching up your thing to something that you're more interested in at the t- at the moment is so important. Yeah, and we all recognize that we've literally just done it. Yeah, and oh shit, I love. I fucking love vlogs, dude. I love, dude, I was going to say, like, I, I, love I, wanted, I wanted to get into this that I fucking, I'm obsessed with But I want to say, again. dude, I want to say that, dude, you're, you're, you might be a little off there. Like, I wouldn't say that you didn't like your job back then. I would say that, like, maybe that's when you realized it was a job. Overwhelming. And you didn't like the job aspect of it, of, like, trying to, like, do, like, we, and we were, we did all the roles. We edited, we filmed, like, that's us. We would go somewhere, set up the camera, like walk, get a shot, come back, move the camera. Like that's just that's just like taxing, you know what I mean? On your mental, and it's like really when there's like you're thinking about the final picture and something that is very stressful. So it's like kind of draining. Uh, And then also on top of that, editing. Uh, and like just ev- literally everything, everything. Yeah, literally even posting it, all thumbnails. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh, that's when. That's when we were like, okay, we need to re- reinvent. It wasn't really reinvent, but what's the next step? And then we got an editor to help us. And, like, you know, then we got, uh, like, ri- people on the writing team and stuff like that. And that's when, like, it became more fun again. We yeah. were able to, like, have just just focus on the creative part. But we, we also completely reinvented at one point. Yeah. From the sit down to then getting up and actually doing stuff and experiencing new things and then filming yeah. it. You know, putting, like, it, it became too much where we were, like, taking bits and trying to make them reality versus trying to make a reality, like, something that's digestible and film it. So that's... Bro, I just don't like how you said that before. Like, I, I totally, I, and I'm just speaking personally, dude, like, I wouldn't have traded that shit for anything. Did bro. I say I would trade it? No. No, but, like, even, like... I think I loved it, dude. I think I loved it always, and I I, I do understand what what happens like when there's like a, a spark can be lost. Yeah. When your passion becomes your job, because it's like okay, now I need to like do this. You feel like you're dependent on this thing because it is making you money and making giving you like. I think it's making making you a living. I, I know this is our this is our podcast and it's a completely different channel. We have a completely different audience. I think it's really important to be transparent. There's been m- many many occasions where you're like, I don't want to film right now. Nothing's gonna get me to film this video. It's completely okay to feel like you're burnt out of a passion. I think every single person who's our age can relate to it because, like, there's certain things that you pick, whether it's sports, whether it's academics, like around our age is when you have this passion and it's been working for you. It's the first time that your passion really becomes a job because right. when you're in school. You know, you start playing a sport because you love that sport. And then it comes time where you have to get good enough at it so you can, in hopes, to get a scholarship to college, you right. know? And then academics, like, you know, you enjoy studying. You enjoy creating projects. You enjoy putting your all into your schoolwork. And you, you love getting the gr- good grades because it does something to you. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a return. And then it becomes like, okay, well, if I don't get good grades, then I'm not going to get a scholarship. Or I'm you not going to get into this college. Pressure starts to. building. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's pressure. And I think that's what it is. I think it's, it's the overwhelming yourself. pressure. But, yeah. but now... I just want to say it right now, I'm fucking obsessed with creating again. Yeah. I'm fucking obsessed. Bro, I'm like, I'm like, I'm spracked, bro. I can Dude, tell. these vlogs, I don't sleep. You can ask Christina. I, I don't sleep anymore. I'm like literally like, like writing things down that I've always wanted to do in my notes. And I'm like, let's just go do this and film it because it's going to be fucking fun. Yeah. And it might make someone laugh. And I want to make people laugh. Dude, like, I'm just, it, feels, it feels like fucking Vine. 
bro, it feels like Vine where like I'll see something and then I'll comp- like on my phone that makes me like feel a certain type of way or entertained or something like that and I'll flip it and then be like, okay, how can I do this my way? Add a comedy aspect, maybe add a more like physical movement, like all yeah, this punch shit. Punchline. Like, it's yeah. just like, it's like to full on directing. Yeah. Like our last thing with the couch drop off, um, there was like a shot that we needed and I was like, okay, the GoPro might fall before we get this shot. It was like the, the doors opening in the back when we did one of the pranks and the couch was gone. Um, I filmed it on the GoPro and and then I was like, we, we filmed it before we, we filmed, even got we filmed there, it before yeah. we even got okay, there. Yeah, yeah. So that I was like, just in case the GoPro falls when the real shit happens, let's get a safety shot. But like, that was something that like I'm able to think of now because I have so much patience and enthusiasm with these vlogs. Right. Like I think through everything, yeah. and it literally gives me purpose. I feel like my purpose is like thriving again. I feel like every day I get up and I know my purpose. It's to make make these vlogs and sp- spread positivity through that. Spread some laughs, you know. Make someone like make someone's day a little bit better, like, yep. even if it's for like a, qu- a quick second. They got a laugh that makes the short vlogs. Better. You know what I mean? Even like, if it's four minutes, if, if if you have a good vibe for four minutes throughout your day, there's days that I'll go. There's weeks I'll go without getting a good vibe for thirty seconds. Well, dude, yeah. it's so important to have that laugh. Sometimes we ever have that laugh where you laughed it and you kind of went, "Geez, that felt nice, man." Yeah, like you need that sometimes. It can literally put you on a completely different path. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying week. to do, and I I think at one point I was like. I, I forgot how important laughing was, and then I really, I did it. Yeah. And I laughed my ass off, and I was like, holy shit. It feels good, man. It feels fucking good, dude. Yeah. This made my day better. Yeah. And I was having a bad day that day. Yep. And I was like, if I could do that for just one person, yeah. you know, out, out of all these views that we're getting on the vlogs, like if I do that for one person, then it's worth it. And now that's what I wake up every day feeling like. Going to sleep, too. Like I'll pray, and I'll thank God. I'll be like, thank you for, like... What you've blessed me with, I'm gonna I'm gonna work as hard as I can tomorrow on what I create to make this this world a better place. And like I just, I feel like these vlogs. And that's why you started. I, I just feel so in line with my with right. my mm-hmm. my purpose. And full transparent, I haven't really told you this yet, but like we're you know not censoring swear words anymore on our, mm. on our vlogs, and um, you know just going all out for the content and for the laughs and for this the the, the purpose to you know return to our soul. What yeah. feel like we're like you know our our, our soul is trying to stay on the right path and, and, you know, feel like purposeful. And I do now again. So, and I realized that money wasn't what was making me feel like I had a purpose. Yeah. Making yeah. money did not make me feel purposeful. So, I mean, we're obviously still making money off them, but it's, it's nowhere near as like where it was with the, long You're it's enjoying not, it's it not the now. goal anymore. The focus. I, literally, I literally don't give a fuck. Yeah. I like, know. I, I have, tell. I have what I need. Yeah. Literally have what I need. And I know that my life is going to figure itself out monetarily. Yeah. I'll figure that shit out. I'm doing other things in business and that's to cover myself there. But this is to give back. Right. And that's that's where it started and that's where it needs to stay. I like it. And I can't fall off that track. It's the only thing that keeps me going cuz we, you know, we were making a video what once every 2 months at one point. Yeah, we lost and it. And I, I couldn't I couldn't get myself to film and now, you know, I wanted to quit altogether. And I'm never going to put out a video again. But now and we also ran away from the schedule every Tuesday. Yeah. We quit that over a year ago. Our, our, our no Tuesday anniversary just passed recently. Oh, was it one it's been yeah. a while. That's so it's crazy. been over a year. Um, and I remember like, I was like, this schedule is ruining my life. Yeah. And now I have a worse schedule than every Tuesday where every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 1 PM and we're not going to fucking miss it because I love it. Yeah. yeah. It makes me happy. Yeah. I, I, I really right now, like full honesty, think that this is like sustainable and be able to do it for I, I think it a is. Long time. Yeah. I think it is. Life does change though. Yeah. I saw a comment. Someone was like, I, I'm calling it like in six, in six months from now, the Dolan Twins are going to change their format and say that it, that it was like whatever. And also, okay, to so that person, like, I don't mean to respond to like a fucking hater or whatever, but like, to so that person, you're allowed to fucking 
change your ways in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're allowed to go through shit. I hope you know that what person- I mean? And also to you, if you have to change your job or something in six months from now, good. Yeah. And hopefully that new thing makes you feel better. Right. But I found the new thing and it's made me fucking feel better. And I feel great right now, dude. To everybody listening, great. I just want to let you know that if you, if you feel stuck and, and you're not liking what you're doing anymore and you need to tell yourself the truth about it, it's completely fine. I promise you, it's scary. Don't care about judgment of others. But it's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to lift the weight off your shoulders immediately as soon as you say, you know, you break that bad news to yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, ch- and change your life. You have one life. Yeah. Do as much as you possibly can with it. And I think that's where your soul starts to feel cooped up in your, in your everyday life, in your routine. Yeah. You know? You're supposed to experience everything. Who knows what we're put on this planet for? Try to figure it out. You know yeah. what I mean? You're not going to figure it out by just doing one thing your whole life. But this form of content is like is limitless in a way mm-hmm. where like we could literally just film anything. Yeah. We can go anywhere. Like if I'm like, fuck it. You know what? I want to I go to Paris again. I could literally go and the camera comes and we just... We do the same thing, yeah. but we're in a new setting and we're experiencing new things. That's real life shit. We right. used to just have to stay in LA because we're like, okay, we're going to get content here every week. It's easier because our editor lives here and you know, yeah. we're not going to have to travel as much. So, you know, we could, we could spend more time on content and, and transferring footage, but now we don't have to, we just fucking yeah. Yeah, you just, just go. Live. Yeah, that's you know, how and, it should be. And I really feel like I'm like, you know, I feel that friend aspect again. I feel like people who are watching us are like our friends. Yeah. They're like-minded to us because we're creating content that I actually like. So if they like it too... We both like something together. Yeah, it's nice. So the community is back for sure, which yeah. I think is great. I feel, you know what I feel like? I feel like Grayson is back. Mm. Good. Damn. That's good, man. I haven't been able to say that with full confidence in a long time. Yeah, but I feel like too. fucking me. I was driving around by myself last night, and like I just smiled, and I was like, damn. Like, my fucking... Those moments are good, man. I'm like, my body and soul align right now. We are fucking... Like, I am I'm me. Good. You know what I mean? I'm doing, I'm doing what my purpose is, and like... I feel the same. And I would do, almost, I would do anything... To feel the way I do right now, and it's crazy. Yeah. Like I put myself through like a lot of bullshit, but I'm so happy that I did it. Because I've also proved to myself that, hey, if I ever feel like this again, I'm going to get through it. Yeah, now you know you can. Yeah. I mean, you, you literally know you can, which yeah. is fantastic. And I will say, I didn't feel like I can get through it. I, I, like, do, I didn't feel like I could have gotten through it at times. Mm. Like, I didn't. I remember texting you guys at night. I was like, dude, I'm fucking done. Yeah. I'm fucking done with life. Right. And like, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow, but like, like... Fuck, I'm, yeah. I'm done right now. Like I put my head on my pillow and I was like, I, 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 I'm over it. Yeah, I remember that. And That's scary when that happens. Dude, too. not e- not even over, not even over like just my job where I felt like I was over life. Yeah, obviously there's nothing worth trying anymore, and like that was like such a low point, and I couldn't imagine, couldn't even begin to imagine what it would have felt like to be out of that point because mm. I was so low. Yeah, and that was not too long ago. It, it was impossible. It was so intense, and dude, right now, like. I'm I'm on like a high and like literally like so I said I can't I feel sleep. I feel better than I have I hope you sleep but I, I, I no no but I don't need to anymore it's crazy like I would only sleep when I was like feeling like yeah. oh, I don't right because you're yeah but I, I do I do right now feel better than I have in years that's good I'm glad seriously like, like it feels like fucking 2015 energy I like that like before 2020 fuck Yo, everyone over. universally was 2015 <laughs> a good year for everyone. Dude, I love 2015. I, I don't remember. If, I mean, I feel like I didn't have a bad year at all that year. Is it just because nostalgia ties to that time? Yeah, nostalgia. I feel like it was similar I, times. I had no fucks that year, and I've just gotten back into that way of living right now. Like, I, I literally got a tattoo that year on my ankle that says, nothing matters. Yeah. Don't, I mean, to me, that means don't trip about the little bullshit. Like, if you get a flat tire, if you get this, just say, oh, you know, it's fucking life. Life goes on. It's going to get fucking fixed. And in 20 minutes, I'm not even going to remember it. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? And like, there's, there are like some problems that you consider big problems 
that don't even fucking really matter. Especially down, down the line. You know what I mean? You know what I've also come to realize? If you're ever dealing with something head on that's like so it, tedious and annoying and taxing, I'm just saying right now, I'm not trying to preach, but I'm no, saying, you're no, good. you just fine. cut me off. Sorry, I'm sorry. Things that, things, something that I've noticed. Bad that, interviewer. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. Oh yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> no, right, I have a couple more questions. Yeah, okay. Yes. So, you know, if something's really tedious and taxing and you don't want to deal with that bullshit and whatever, it's like it, you have to do it in that moment, whether it's like a school project or, you know, like if your, your tire is flat or whatever, just kind of know that you in a way have like short term memory, you know what yeah, I mean? Like no, or, or as far as like your, your patience and everything, just because like as soon as that, that thing is done, you don't care. It doesn't even feel like it happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't credit yourself for getting through it. Yeah. So you might as well just like take every moment and just take it a little bit slower. Yeah. That's good advice. Just because, like, hey, I, I realize, like, there's been so many times where, like, I remember being in school and, like, just up late writing an essay. And I'm like, this fucking sucks, this sucks, this sucks. And then as soon as it's done, I'm like, okay. Did I even do anything? Yeah. I don't yeah. think like I did anything. You're always going to discredit yourself. Yeah. Always. So use that to your advantage. Whereas if you're dealing with something that you don't want to be dealing with, be like, I'm not going to remember dealing with this. Yeah. Right. And uh, that's what I've done. And it's like, you know, it's starting to, it's helping me, helping me out. I feel like perspective is such an important it's thing. It's huge. It's, it's so, it's so valuable. Mm. And to you watching or to you listening. Oh, damn. You're looking at the camera. That means that it's was, serious. That was kind of like, yeah. I want to wrap this up by saying that you can and you will get through it. Yeah. If you're going through something right now and it feels like the end. It's not, and you're going to get through it Yeah, because I've been there yeah. and I know how shitty that feels, but I'm, I promise you the other side is not as far away as it seems and you're going to get through it. Sometimes it's close too. You just have no clue it's yeah. close and that's why it's That's so the exciting part about it too. Yeah. Because I would, I would try to remind myself because I'd been through it before and I was like, okay, it's close. It's, it could be, cl- it can be hours away. Yeah. It actually can. Yeah. That's, Cause once it's done, point. it's done. Yeah. It really is. It's a good point. And then sometimes if it does come back. It will be permanently done, and because it happened to me, I was like, okay. I'm starting to feel better, and then it would come Creeps back. Creeps in a little and bit. I'm like, okay, yeah. when it doesn't come back, I know it's done. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. I think you guys got it. Yeah. Yep, and thank you guys. This is all thanks to you guys watching. Seriously, yeah. we're off to a way better start on this podcast than I ever could have imagined. I'm so fucking grateful for every single one of you guys listening. I really feel like, I don't know. I feel like a really. I feel like a family. I feel like our connection is stronger than it's ever been, and. You guys, are, our voices are, are just so powerful. Yeah. And what we could do on this planet, there's, there's absolutely zero limitations to it. And I, I notice you guys making this world a better place every single day, and it makes me so fucking happy. And we can really do it. We yeah. really can. We can and we, we will. Can, we can completely cancel out all the negativity with positivity. 100%. That's what I, the I, world needs. We're on the track. You guys are on track. You guys helped us get back on track. Can I give a little love? You guys love? started it. You guys really started it. I want to give a little love to somebody too. We'll do a little spread Please, positivity let's do shout it. out. All right, uh, here is the spread positivity shout out of this week's episode. So this one is from Caitlin. Uh, and Caitlin said, just thought I'd share something I'm proud of myself for doing, which also I love when people say, I'm proud of myself. Be proud. Yeah. Be proud. You need to take a second to be proud of yourself. Just just like I was talking about before, we always discredit ourselves. Yep. It's so, so important. So just make sure that if you've done something, you know, just, just reflect on things that you've done that you're, you could be proud of because that, that little moment that you take to like just be like, okay, you know what? I'm proud. It, it's a catalyst for the next thing that you're going to do to it be proud of It gives you confidence you know to what keep I mean? going and going. It releases and going. something. It it's returns that positivity something to you. chain. You rem- it, it helps it you remember why you do things. Positivity yeah. chain is mm-hmm. true, positivity though. Chain. Uh, so she says, all right, three, uh, three years in a row, I went to Mandeville, Jamaica to work in three different orphanages there. Our goal was to bring positivity to these kids. That just gave me chills. That's and fucking awesome. To give them hope for the future. I met so many amazing, inspiring kids. These trips made me realize how much I truly have uh, in my life. Uh, we take so much for granted until we see others that uh, the things others are dealing with, which is so true. Perspective, man. Like 
It's everything. Yeah. These kids are warriors, sometimes literally. If I could go back down there again, I would. Seeing their eyes light up when they realize they have a true friend in you is indescribable. I love those kids Chills. with all my heart. Please, if anyone ever has the chance to do something like this, please take the opportunity. It will genuinely change your life. And then she says so many nice things about the podcast and spreading wow. positivity. So thank you, Caitlin, so much for that. Caitlin, wow. Caitlin, I want to say, awesome. say that I... I have chills right now. If I, could, if I had short sleeves on, you'd be able to see it better, but I literally do. Caitlin, okay. I want to say that I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, dude, that's awesome. That's something not, that not only, definitely... Not only for doing the... the the deed, you know, not only for going to, to Jamaica and working with kids in an orphanage and, and bringing positivity and light to their lives, but for sharing. Right. Mm. Because sharing that story is powerful. Yeah. And it just made me feel some type of way. And it really did. I it, it motivated chills. me to go out there and spread some positivity myself mm -hmm. tonight. You know, even if that's just like calling my grandma and saying 100%. like I love you. Yes. It that really, just it, it really just it really just made me want to bring some light to somebody else's life. So thank you so much. Caitlin, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. You're awesome. It really inspired me to do something similar to what you've done in Jamaica with the orphanage and everything. That just seems like an actual, absolute surreal experience. And, you know, something to also remind your soul of its purpose. Yep. Really important. Yeah. Really so amazing. Keep, Shout out, Caitlin. Keep that up, guys. Thank you. Awesome comments. Thanks for spreading positivity. Guys, uh, so that was Caitlin, and she was our spread positivity shout-out of this week's episode. If you want to be uh, the next shout-out, please let us know things that you're doing in your community um, Not if you want to be. We want to shout. Yeah. You out. So please. Shout, so please. Shout so please let us know what you've done. Yes. Th that has you know been a way that you have been able to spread positivity in a way that you're proud of. Yeah. And something that you're proud of. That's because positive positive deeds and spreading positivity needs more recognition nowadays. It's for now some more than ever. It, there's a stigma around it that you can't talk about things that you've done that are good. Well, it's also like because this, the cheese. There's cheesiness when people think of spreading positivity which is that's the problem it shouldn't be cheesy oh, it's yeah. the it's amazing like it is amazing geez so i i love all this i, I love reading yeah. through them thank you guys for commenting all that stuff it like that was truly heartwarming genuinely yes really, yeah. honestly that yeah. story made my night no i i love getting mental images of stuff and i can picture that so yeah thank you so much awesome it was um, beautiful that's what it was yeah it was well heck yeah all right guys we want to shout you out let us know what you're proud of and thank you guys so much for listening really love you guys for sure. For real. Excited to talk to you guys next week on Thursday. I'm ready. I'm ready to just do it again. <laughs> Let's run it back. All right. Damn, I don't want to say bye. I feel like, cheers, I feel cheers like, I feel like yeah. your relative, you know, when you haven't seen them in a long time. Yeah, like, yeah. They'll be outside like waving. Yeah. And All right, I'll see you. Inside yeah. Yeah. But uh, yes, cheers. Cheers the new cheers. mugs. Cheers. Yeah. I have not a lot of Yeah. Love you guys. Love you guys. See you guys. Thank you. We'll talk next week.